0: Thank you for listening to the Ace Jewelers podcast. This is an exclusive audio only episode of the podcast series, the art of collecting wristwatches by Ace Jewelers. In this series, we interview wristwatch collectors all over the world. We want to know what makes them tick?
1: Gandor, welcome. Thank you very
0: much. Good to see you. I'm actually looking at you. This yes. This is the third uh, episode in our new series The Art of Collecting Wristwatches. very honored that you took the time to physically sit with me in our offices at the ace and dick boutique
1: well it's great to see you again finally
0: it's a safe distance so uh, we're adhering the uh, regulations that uh, we're currently living under and with um for those that don't know gandor um, definitely google him and maybe even go straight to his new youtube channel which is great fun it's called watch the fresh faces and uh, i don't know if it's r-rated but he has in the fun (laughs) fun meter there which i'll quickly spell out which is the (laughs) c-o-c-k or cool meter um It's a wordplay on uh, fresh dials of watches. That's the wordplay on the title of the YouTube channel. I enjoy it very much. We try to support him where we can by loaning him as much as possible watches. He gives his um, very subjective, but therefore honest and objective view on watches. So I really, really um, recommend you guys to go check out that YouTube channel and subscribe to it. Um, Gandor is an amazing writer I I think he's an amazing writer he's very modest in real life maybe not on screen (laughs) (laughs) Um, has been uh, many things at Esquire ended up being the chief uh, editor of the Dutch magazine that's how we met in our past lives Mm -hmm. I know you as a passionate watch lover and that's why I invited you and I want to jump in with our questions because I try to keep these sessions at 30 minutes. <laughs> I also want to invite you for the ACES live video session. So those that like the, the episode, comment, send us messages so we can invite Gandor back. My first question is, Gandor, how did you get into watches?
1: Oh well that is a, a very good question and a long long answer, really. That that will take you half an hour. <laughs> First of all, thank thanks for uh, inviting me. It's 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 really nice being. here. It's really nice seeing you again. Uh, it's always nice to be at your shop. There's there's thank so you. much happening here, and uh, obviously now there's no people at all. But still, I love love looking at the watches here. Uh, beautiful collection. Thank you. Um, so, how did I get into watches? That's that's a good question. Like in the beginning, I really didn't like watches at all. You know, I, I was I worked for Esquire, and um, I was just looking at the pages and there were a lot some some watch pages in it and it was always the same just one picture of a watch then a very small article which said nothing about the watch and then uh, the price probably the price was wrong as well and i thought to myself well this is not the esquire quality we're looking for i really uh, need to get a little bit deeper into watches so started talking to people started to to invest more time in, in in really finding out what it was all about and that really very slowly made me love watches so you know starting to read the books starting to understand why some things are happening in the in horology as they are and at a certain moment you realize you're talking a lot more about watches uh, to your friends than about cars in the pub and that's the moment where you start losing a lot of friends, but you start loving watches instead of it. And uh, watches are great friends. They they, they just stick at you. So. Funny, interesting, because um, maybe
0: a fun fact why I love gundor so much. I, I met him through Watch Press, Basel World, uh, SIHH, Today's Watches and Wonders. Um, we did some trips together to manufacturers mm-hmm. and the brand. So we hung out quite some time. What I loved about you and what makes you stand out that although you came from the, let's say, style segment of journalism, Mm -hmm. which Esquire, for those that don't know the Esquire magazine, it's uh, for cool dudes (laughs) (laughs) and everything beautiful in life uh, in a nutshell. And uh, I know you also do a podcast about cars. Uh, You can plug where they can find that because i don't
1: know it's gp blog gpblog.com uh, well it's actually dutch obviously so yeah and uh, the podcast is in dutch yeah
0: yeah okay so for our dutch listeners um so you have a wide array of interests um you zoomed in to watch but what i liked about it you are not stuck up about watches, you are stuck up, <laughs> very <laughs> totally, <laughs> but not about watches. And what do I mean by that? You were one of the few watch journalists that took a demographic democratic view to watchmaking. So you looked holistically at what's value for money. Plus, what is really stylish, mm-hmm. and not according to the mainstream. Opinions. What do I mean about that? So, why did we really click? You love Nomos very early on. Mm-hmm. Now it's getting traction in the brand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But um, let's talk about Junghans Max Bill. I know we talked a lot about that. You yeah. have a big passion for Oris. Your most recent video that I've watched on your channel is about Orient Watch.
1: Orient, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, I came in contact with that watch that you reviewed by coincidence because my buddy is the distributor. In mm-hmm. the Netherlands, we don't retail the brand, but I was blown away for the value of money you get for that watch, and yeah. and and you put it up on your video, whereas you take the full spectrum of hôtel-logerie and you truly understand it, and you are a true journalist, so you go in depth. Your videos, I, according to what I've seen, you've invested, you the, the script you write, takes you a lot of research. Yeah, a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. So you take it very seriously. And, uh, but you give the same attention to a 300 euros orient watch as well. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I love
1: about you. Yeah, I think um, watches deserve that. I mean, a well built watch really deserves that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but now everybody sees it that way.
0: And that is why I really wanted you on this show as well, because um, I can't be objective about myself, but we try to be like that at what we do at Ace Jewelers. Mm-hmm. Um, in the years we went up market. But people that know us know that we have the mutual love, passion, respect for a swatch. Up to a crazy amount, horology stuff, mm-hmm. um, and I wouldn't even say if it just ticks, we'll love digital watches as much—G-Shocks, smart watches, whatever.
1: Um, so, so, but okay, that's about enough about us. It is an interesting point. Yeah. though. you call it demographically, but. i'm I'm coming from a journalistic point of view Mm -hmm. so as i'm I'm more like looking at the market as a journalist Mm -hmm. and and the value for price ratio is definitely an important aspect of Mm -hmm. of watches um but what i think is is even more interesting is because i i came from this point where i didn't like watches at all i started with the question why would anyone ever want to spend thousands of euros you're absolutely not going to need and what I've learned over the couple of years is good watches give an answer to this, whether it be technique or design or tradition or whatever. Mm-hmm. And bad watches, they don't give an answer. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what I'm searching for mm-hmm. in the soul of a watch, giving the Interesting. answer. Interesting. So that's why... your quest. That, that is my question. Because yeah. my second question is you just answer
0: my question. Oh, wow. What is it that attracts you to watches? <laughs> so could we say you just gave me that
1: answer? Yeah, in, in, in a way like there there's a lot of different things that, that uh, appeal to me in watches. Uh, there's definitely always the technique, there's definitely always the tradition, there's 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 design. Um, but mainly what attracts me is 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 always is character. Like yeah. why does it does a watch appeal to you? Is is mainly a question. Of so character.
0: basically is it cool or not? And that's <laughs> yeah, why that, that's the heart of your episodes. You you make it super sarcastic. Yeah, it's it is, but it's actually yeah. uber relevant, isn't it? Yeah. Well, in I the mean, end, does it make you feel happy, in love, cool or yeah. not? <laughs> is it or yeah,
1: no? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like there's there's a lot of people asking me like, what is this meter all about? I don't <laughs> understand anything of it. And the fun thing is, I don't understand it either. Sometimes we're just looking at it like, "What is
0: this? <laughs> what am I?" For those that haven't, our listeners who haven't viewed it, it's it's a meter that obviously um, is hundred percent a black box, which is Gandor's brain, <laughs> which is difficult to understand, <laughs> even for me. <laughs> He's making a lot of sense because I just gave him two coffees. We're not on a whiskey yet, but um, no, that's interesting. So, follow up question: What is it that makes you tick? So you just mentioned design history movement a complication a style a narrative in your collection in your personal collecting your quest of collecting and we had this philosophy last week on the whatsapp right mm-hmm. on your quest yeah. we were we were yeah. we were brainstorming digitally um bouncing ideas but in in your collection what's the red thread in your private watch collecting
1: um i'm afraid there is not there, There's is, no, there is there no. is no no red red thread there. There is just my brain picking weird stuff. Okay, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's fun. I'm also like that. I'm all over the place. Yeah, like I, I like to, to just look at my watch collection in the morning and think, well, I'm gonna wear this one today, mm. and then afterwards, I'm gonna gonna choose my clothing. Funny, <laughs> yeah, okay, that's an interesting one. But I the watch should... you're wearing right now is one of the watches I really passionately wanted. Uh, which is the Zurich? Well, uh, the, the the Amsterdam edition. Yeah. Uh, but I don't like the normal Zurich. I think the the uh, the city ring is too deep in the dial. Mm-hmm. But this version is just so cool, and especially because you've got the three Andrews crosses at three yeah. o'clock. Yeah. uh You're looking at it like, yeah, that's home for me. That's yeah. Amsterdam. Yeah. So yeah, this is I'm, I'm a little bit jealous of your watch, but actually you are the guy who made that's it. So. Why, that's why. I put it on
0: also because <laughs> I I try to respect and honor my guests. And uh, we had a discussion
1: about this. Well, we're making that, them jealous.
0: No, not jealous. Um, uh, my profession is is to get my love and passion across. Well,
1: right. You're referring right? You to that's, that. That's that's that's, that's what, yeah. what what yeah. we do. Yeah. Um, You're
0: referring to that. We, we 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 try to make the non-believers, believers. <laughs> yeah. <I see. laughs> but, and, and why do we make collabs? It's because we want to add an, an, an accent and an, an detail to it just mm-hmm. to make it different or cool. Yeah. Not saying that the first ones weren't cool because I also have the white dial, but we want to add our own touch to it. Yeah. Well, this um, is definitely
1: going in a very cool part of the yeah. Coca-Cola. Co- cool yeah, yeah, thank you. And that's what we aim to do. Yeah. Uh, this has nothing to do with
0: commercial. We could have produced quadruple the quantity and also sold out in the same time, but that's not what it's about. Mm-hmm. So that's why I also are very I'm very attracted to your C or C meter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: um,
0: because because that's what it has nothing to do with rationale or logic. Yeah. But okay. Enough about us. Um, you said you don't have a red thread in your collecting your journey of collecting but do you have a particular focus maybe or is the a focus point so is it only vintage only new both
1: one brand one model no, I'm, I'm actually better at new watches mm-hmm. um actually when when to come and think about it i only have new watches yeah I did you have, have vintage yeah i used to have a couple of vintages uh and some for some reason I didn't wear them that much, and I'm 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 a little bit like Jeremy Clarkson in this sense. I'm not going to buy them just to put them in a in safe yeah. somewhere. Uh, obviously, they are in a safe, but I want to wear them. Yeah, um, I'm like that as well. Yeah, so I I'm, buy to work. I only buy watches that are actually wearable yeah. uh, for everyday use. Um, of course, when I go on my boat here on the canals, I wear a different watch. And when I go, uh, yeah, for for a, for a black tie, event. yeah. But yeah so I kind of want to ask you this question very
0: much but maybe I should keep it to the end but I'm gonna <laughs> be naughty I'm gonna break my own rules and own own uh, format <laughs>
1: that's very good
0: I've I, I wrote a column about it maybe several times about why retro and vintage are so hot and already for more than a decade yeah. and you as a style guy do you buy modern retros so that means... Retro-inspired models, hardcore replicas, right? So there are different mm-hmm. kinds of watches, and, and it seems the market is being flooded. That there's almost no innovation anymore. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I I really salute the brands that really make 21st century watches,
1: yeah. which yeah. are rare nowadays. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, totally.
0: Um, but in your collection, I know you also have retro-ish models, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think
1: that is? How old are you now today? Uh I'm still I'm still wondering myself but uh, <laughs> apparently <laughs>
0: I'm 37 years old. Okay, so you're an 80s kid. Yeah. I'm 79, but also an 80s kid. Okay. We could say.
1: Um so even more than I am because I didn't really consciously no. live through the 80s. No, okay, but when you yeah, okay. I was just hopping around then.
0: Yeah. Crawling and hopping around. <laughs> what do you think that is that there is such a momentum for these for this well, style
1: when it comes to vintage watches i think they are a little bit more uh, sympathetic they mm-hmm. uh, they they're, they're, they're smaller they're and because they're older it, it's automatically more appreciated as as sympathetic mm-hmm. rather than big new watches who tend to be uh, much more out there and mm-hmm. and a little bit arrogant sometimes you know, and that's the typical watch wearer of what a lot of people not for do you, us. do you mean arrogant or pretentious well I mean we're in the watch business we yeah. we both know there are a lot of fantastic people in the watch business who are really passionate about watches, yeah. but when, for example, I ask my mother about watches, she just thinks they are a very very arrogant kind of people showing flaunting their money. Um, and that's the basic perception of people wearing big watches Um, and that's that's something I play with so her association is the size also but or if it it catches her eye is she aware of brand showing money it's like look at me I am I'm very rich and I show it to you Um, and that's that's the basic perception of a lot of people when it comes to watches you and i know there there's a lot of people out there who honestly are very sympathetic people loving mm. loving watches uh, but vintage really gives gives watches a bit of more softer appeal mm. i think and that's, that's a part of the and, and another part of it is the giving people the, the feeling that they have something unique, something Mm -hmm. with character Mm -hmm. over the years. Mm -hmm. Uh, And a lot of people like that. And a lot of people love that. And and it it is a good way to start wearing watches as well. I used to own a a vintage Rolex. Mm -hmm. And that was the only Rolex I've ever owned. Mm -hmm. And this was actually, uh, my mother actually said about it, okay, well, this is the sort of Rolex you can actually wear. (laughs) She didn't want it to be too flashy. uh, Interesting. So, and and my. That's interesting, and I concur with you. But, but sorry to interrupt you, by the way. But when it comes to 21st century watches, when you, for example, look at the the Bulgari I the mm-hmm. review I did mm-hmm. on uh, on especially your watch, it's such a fantastic watch. Yeah, the it's, Octo Finissimo you're talking yeah. about in titanium automatic. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. ultra thin movement, fantastic yeah. watch. Yeah. Uh, am I wearing it nowadays? No, I think it is a bit too flashy for me. Yeah. But I mean, this is the kind of 21st century watches you're talking about. Yeah. They, they are a little bit rare yeah yeah, uh, yeah
0: okay uh let's keep going um i think we can fill not one but more episodes of just yeah. talking about why retro vintage is so in um would you like to share some watches in your collection and tell us
1: why you got them
0: and why you will never let go of them
1: yeah, well, I think uh, there, there's one watch that comes to mind and definitely Zenit needs more love mm-hmm. uh, and that's not because you're actually selling Zenit, not at all. Zenit needs more love uh, and um, I've, I've bought my Zenit uh, like eight years ago, I think, yeah. after I went to visit Le Locle for the second time Yeah. Uh, and both of the times I was so impressed by what's going on there. And obviously, within the uh, LVMH group, they are not the biggest watch band, but I think um, they deserve a lot more love. Uh, and also from themselves, because sometimes when they introduce new watches, I'm really looking at it like, is this the best you could do? You've got such an amazing history.
0: Do you think that the new CEO, Julian Dona is doing a good job? He's
1: rather fresh. He's a fresh face. He, he is a fresh not in the face. industry, but I it. and what I like about him as well, he's also embracing the online uh, channels yeah. very much. Yeah. Uh, he says very sensible stuff, uh, which I like very much. Yeah. I saw the last collection they did was was pretty good as well. Yeah. Um, I've seen the novelties. Oh, that are being launched the twenty fifth. I am uh, very, I'm and, very jealous uh, again.
0: Yeah, but, and that did a great job, and. I love Julian because he's a great guy, super energetic, really knows what he's talking about, a real watch guy, mm-hmm. which is not always that the case so in the that industry. That's so important. That's so important. And uh, I'm honored to say that he's so excited to do the Aces Live that he's my first guest of season two. Wow, fantastic. Eh? So so that's, that's fun. So that. we, we share that passion for Zenith.
1: Um,
0: but that is one watch.
1: and I, the, what, model, I, uh, what model do you have? Uh, the, the Captain Elite. Ah, cool. Uh, actually, I wrote an article on it for, for Monochrome, yeah. on comparing the new collection with, uh, with the older. Yeah. Um, an article I really enjoyed writing very much uh, because you can just let your love flow freely. Yeah. Um, it's just such a fantastically detailed watch. Yeah. And uh, I love that Captamo. It's not in the current collection right now. Every time I look at it, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it. Yeah. And, and not all watches give me that information back every yeah. time I wearing it. And you know what I love the most about the cinema?
0: And always, ever since I'm a kid, my dad always, he taught me the different calibers mm-hmm. and why the El Primero is the best. Yeah. It's it's the click of the start of the chronograph, And the reset. That's something, the touch yeah. and the sound. That's there. There is nothing paramount to that. Nah. I love the La calibers. Yeah, yeah. They get
1: there. But not up letter it's, it's not yeah. our cool. that's, that's something that I love. Uh, it, that should absolutely still be a part of my collection. The, uh, yeah, uh, I would. E- I, w-
0: I would even now thinking about it. If I was head of uh, media for Zenit, opening the website, I would just do click. Yeah, <laughs> just the sound. Just the ringtone. The, the ringtone ring when you call them. Yeah. The waiting tone should be click, and then hear tick 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 tick. tick <laughs> the yeah. the one tenth of a second, and nowadays exactly. they have one hundredth of a second and more. Yeah, feverishly um, ticking
1: yeah with the Primer 21
0: um, is that the watch you want to share or you
1: want to share more well if I had one one watch that, that's that the will one. be in my collection forever and ever and then that's definitely also good memories those are yeah. very important as well yeah
0: cool what's your grail watch oh you know that, that is, that is oh. that's that's me pulling the mic down sorry guys <laughs>
1: Mike's still alive test one two three yeah. um i've always wanted very much a calatrava mm-hmm. just clean calatrava mm-hmm. three hands yeah two hands exactly Gold. small seconds the, with the uh, glass case where yeah I, I forgot about the reference i, well, never, I never remember, remember. reference uh, i've got great appreciation for people who can actually remember all the references you really the, Listening to them, like, how do you know so many yeah. references? Uh, just, just from the top of your mind, it's, yeah. it's incredible. I
0: have difficulty remembering the two Pateks. I have the, <laughs> to remember four digits for each one and a letter, and often I forget the three digits after the letter exactly. <laughs> Although they're often zero, zero, something, yeah. It
1: also it doesn't make sense at all, it just yeah. it doesn't make sense. And I'll yeah. start reminding it, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it or give it a name, <laughs> the but the, the
0: moment they pass. Four, five, <laughs> six digit. I'm lost. Yeah, you're I lost. still call my old Speedy Moonwatch the three five seven zero. Of course, but- <laughs> of course, you did. Okay, all right. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. So, uh, great watch, Patek, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I've, I've always thought this, but I'm I'm kind of just floating away from that thought as well. Maybe I'm I'm getting much more into the longer stuff. Maybe mm. because I've I've been to to a couple of times and. Um I'm very, very impressed what they're doing. And, and especially when it comes to the finishing of the movements at, at Lange is just unlike anything else. And so, yeah, that, that kind of surpassed my my uh, my <laughs> Patek uh, feelings. Really. And would it be
0: platinum, white
1: gold? I, I
0: see you're a white metal guy, but could be pink, yellow. You know, one day I'll be old enough to wear yellow gold. <laughs> it's funny, huh? What's that? One day I'll yeah. be old enough. Interesting okay amazing um what's your next watch and wow do, and,
1: okay. do, and, do, and do you and do you have a, wish list, <laughs> a wrist list do you have a strategy in your collecting well no no strategy strategy at all uh well we we've been uh, chatting mm. about this so um uh, yes i'm very very uh, consciously looking for a certain watch and ever since I did the uh, the preview of the, the, the review on, on the Portuguese forty, mm-hmm. I'm so in love with that watch. Mm-hmm. I actually convinced myself with that review to actually buy a Portuguese, which is pretty weird if you're trying to be a journalist and you just start convincing yourself about buying that watch. It's funny how yeah. it works though, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. But ever since I did that review, um I'm just looking at it constantly like yes this could be my next watch interesting uh they've done such a great job also with the movement um yeah so that that that's very high on the list uh ever since i did the the borgari Ultra finissimo maybe someday uh I, I'm, I have enough guts to to actually wear that as well I uh, still think that is future classic. It is uh, absolutely one of the watches if you want to buy an investment watch. This this is definitely mm-hmm. a very interesting piece. Uh, so that that could be on my list as well. An El Primero definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's, so there's 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 a lot. <laughs> so it's it,
0: I should maybe ask how much of your time do you spend about thinking about watches a
1: lot so uh, yeah, yeah i think that's every
0: watch nerds problem yeah, um,
1: yeah it's like every every second you've got free whether it's what waiting waiting uh, on, a, on a for in front of a red light you just start looking at watches uh, checking all the watch websites yeah, yeah interesting
0: yeah. um do you have a particular favorite brand or brands are there brands that stand out to you that speak to you
1: yeah um, uh, but it changes also mm. like um, would you have asked me the same question about IWC five years ago I would be less enthusiastic than I am right now funny uh, it also depends on the, the CEO which which direction the, the watch company is that bring. influences you yeah in a as way, a consumer that's, not yes. as a journalist as a consumer uh, that's 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 hard to or to, is
0: there no difference
1: in in a good watch company, there there is no difference. I mean, no, I mean for you, uh, for
0: you as a journalist. Yeah, can you see them differently? For me, it's sometimes very difficult to put hats on, but I try to. When I'm at a fair, I don't have the time, so first I always approach a new model as a as as, as a collector, a watch, yeah, as as a consumer. Mm-hmm. But then I need to switch to commercial sides. Yeah, but sometimes under time pressure, I can't do that. But sometimes it blurs. Yeah, it, I it try to. Blur. Yeah. I, I try to be two separate guys. Yeah. When
1: I do that. How do you perceive that? Well, it is you know, some companies tend to switch very quickly from the left to the right, and then there is you know, the hand of the, the CEO, see, okay, very, okay, very, that's very what quickly, you mean. Okay, yeah. Uh, very quickly possible to see. But um, for example, I think when, when Mr. Bever started at Takhoyer, you could actually see a switch in direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when mr dufour started at rolex rolex just you know kept on being <laughs> rolex yeah. uh, so there but when mr dufour was working at zenith yeah uh, you could actually see his hand there yeah. because he was making absolutely fantastic watches in that period yeah. uh, this man really does know what he's doing so sometimes yeah. you do see it sometimes you, you don't see it as much and yes i do when i'm buying a watch I'm, i really want to know which direction this this watch company is going yeah
0: see. what is the percentage you put between passion
1: and reason so rationale <laughs> now this this is actually exactly the balance i try to find yeah. with with uh watch fresh faces yeah. um which is I always start with the facts. Mm-hmm. I always start with the facts. And then um, I start to think about what do I think of this? Um, what do I actually, like like for example, I just did a review on a Sin watch. Mm-hmm. Um, a, I don't think it is a good looking watch at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what I say literally in my video. Like, mm-hmm. Is this, is it my taste? No, it's way too flashy for me. But do I like it as a watch? Yeah, definitely. And I'll try to explain why. So I, I really also for my for my channel I really want to look at those watches as a journalist first. Yeah, yeah. I start with the facts. Yeah. And then uh, sometimes in, in sentences or a certain kind of sarcasm, I try to add my own opinion to it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But always As a journalist, saying, "Well, in my personal point of view, this or that." Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. In percentages, it's impossible to answer this question. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. No, 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 you you actually answered very well because I think every
0: watch collector struggles with this Mm -hmm. and maybe can't even grasp his or hers own behavior. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why I asked this question because I struggle with it as
1: well. It's it's totally. And basically,
0: yeah. But in the end. It's fully passionate because as you said at the beginning of this podcast, there is no reason to wear a watch yeah. and there's no rationale to it. So yeah. it's pure emotion. It's,
1: it's typical for us men, isn't it? That we need the facts to actually yeah. uh, build yeah. our own opinion. We started yeah. with in the first yeah. place. Like You can actually see, and you, you actually you, you work here, so I'm, I'm quite sure you can actually see by the people's reaction on a watch which one they're going to buy, yeah. whether it's going to be the rationale yeah. or not. Yeah, and then you're very philosophical. And maybe I should um, reiterate my
0: question or maybe drill down on it. A lot of people in collecting take reason to God in how much does a watch keep its value, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's also a balancing act that uh, do you go mainstream or more niche? A niche per definition always keeps its value less. Mm-hmm. that's also a balancing act as a collector. Mm-hmm. Well, it depends uh, on how you look uh, at it.
1: I mean, a, a Nautilus started out as a yeah. uh, as a, a very niche watch.
0: Correct. Correct. Uh, it's interesting. But 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 bought by only pioneers and real watch lovers or design lovers. Yeah. Same what's happening with the octopus that you just referred to. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. you you're basically referring to a Nautilus effect. Yeah. A royal Absolutely. oak effect. That's so true. innovative, yeah. That is light years ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, we're at the thirty minutes mark, but I Already? want to wow. ask you one last question, which is an important question, I think. Do you have one final tip to somebody who's new to the art of collecting wristwatches?
1: Yeah. Go to YouTube and look up Watch the Fresh Faces. Then scroll <laughs> through all the ballerinas, because for some reason you first see all the ballerina pages. And okay. then you see mine. Click it. That says something about your cookies, watches. by the way.
0: So I don't know if you have a fetish for ballerinas or really like the <laughs> no, no, Swan no, no, Lake.
1: No, it literally but, says... But
0: it, you know Google targets you very much <laughs> <right>? with cookies. <laughs>
1: I'm, 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 it literally, if you just type in Watch the Fresh Faces, I think, that, I don't know what it means, but um, yeah, it, uh, yeah. Okay, but I mean, on a serious note, we,
0: we plug that channel in now. On a serious note, though, yeah. Your uh, what's your goal with that series? What what is if you really look at the holistic reason of doing it? Can I say that you're saying to your viewers, follow your heart, just buy what you think? Because in yeah. the end, you're saying what's see or cool, mm-hmm. but basically it's so ironic and sarcastic yeah. that you're like whatever, choose what you think and buy what you think is cool.
1: Yeah, is that what you say? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, when it comes to that Coca-Cola meter. Or am uh, I must say allowed to say this out loud? I didn't hear what you said. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, I, I came up with this because there's a lot of um, people writing reviews or doing reviews and they're taking themselves way too seriously, way too seriously. Mm-hmm. And watches should be fun. I agree. So for me, it really was all about, you know, making a little bit of fun as well. Uh, not taking it too seriously. Although... Mm, as we said before, in in all the research stuff is very serious indeed, yeah. and it also uh, it's all based on facts. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when it when it comes to to watches, in the end, you should just follow your heart. Absolutely. Uh, and there is always a voice inside you that will say, "No, you don't like this." If you if, if it wasn't you know if if you don't buy it with with by heart. Yeah. Uh, it's the same with cars. Uh, it, it is the same with uh, with anything else. That that is a luxury product. You gotta feel it, yeah. and and that's that's one thing I always say to people because there's a lot of people coming to me like, uh, which one should I buy? Should I yeah. buy this or yeah. that? I will say to them the same: like, go to the shop, have them both in your hands, and see what it does to you. See yeah. see what what happens yeah. to you and that one will that that makes your heart tick the the loudest the the the, the, the best that that's you're going to be your choice that that's great choice. advice so uh, you posted uh, sorry yeah one thing uh i i used to have a a reversal mm-hmm. uh Duo Fuzz, mm-hmm. and i bought it completely rationally mm. rationally like uh, it's it's a an investment piece it's for the longer term when I get older when I'm 50 years old I can still wear it and I'll still have these memories with it and I had it for years and years and years and never worn it I sold it and I never looked back at it mm. at all so that's what was my lesson learned Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. if you buy it completely rationally yeah. it's no good for me
0: I agree I mean, you should really follow your heart and passion and i feel you what you said about cars. but what i love about watches it can really really underline your own personality and style because mm-hmm. you have way more choice yeah. that makes the journey for new people to the watch buying game more difficult mm-hmm. but there is a lot of media nowadays but um, you can tweak them customize them. with cars it's less easy i think there's less choice yeah, but so there's, there's more something. out there. So there's yeah. a
1: lot of people seeing your car, not yeah. a lot of people seeing your watch. Yeah. it's true. It's true. But you can't wear you can't wear
0: your car 24 <laughs> seven. That's <laughs> you, what I always
1: you, say. You can't bring your Porsche to the pub. No, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So, anyways, um, we uh, royally passed the 30 minutes mark. Um, I had great fun. I really hope you'll come back, and on the podcast series, but also on screen because you're very good. Uh, a little disclaimer for who's gonna watch your YouTube channel, it's almost a persona. You just heard that he's actually a very nice guy, Gandor. <laughs> we could say that you're it's almost a persona on that channel, right? Yeah, well, you're you're it, ultra sarcastic there it, sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. So don't take him too uh, serious, guys. Uh, yeah. You've heard him now, he's a great guy, down to earth, very modest, and uh, he's really really putting a character up there. So thank you all for listening. Thank you, Gandor, for sitting down with me.
1: Yeah. And hope to see you soon well thank you very much uh, i really appreciate it and enjoyed it i like care. to talk about watches so do i <laughs> And i hope everybody enjoyed this
0: podcast thank you for listening to another episode of the art of collecting wristwatches by ace jewelers this is the end of the podcast Um, If you want to listen to more episodes, go to anchor.fm slash acejewelers. And don't forget to rate our series with five stars. Thank you and have a good one.